Welcome to Long Story Long, the podcast where we sit down with small business owners and local creatives to share their stories. We're having honest conversations about their process, how they got their start, and anything along the way that begins with Long Story Long. I'm your host, Ashton Warner, co-founder of Ava Collective and creator of the Buffalo-based clothing line, ARW. And today, I'm delighted to introduce Austin Guyette. He is the creator and owner of the Buffalo-based lifestyle brand, Buy a Guy the go-to clothing line within the fashion, music, and arts community. From streetwear and cut and sew to runway and high fashion, Austin has become a master of machine embroidery, print design, and garment construction. He is one of the most humbly talented people I know, and I couldn't be more excited to have the chance to sit down and talk all about him. (laughs) So without further ado, please welcome Austin. Thanks for having me. (laughs) <laughs> That's probably the best intro I think I've ever had. And like the bio I'm so flattered. Too, yeah. I don't think I could ever come up with a bio like that for myself. I'm, I'm, t- I'm going to take that. I will bio. come to all the fashion shows, any speaking engagements <clears throat> you have, and I will introduce you happily. I love that. I'll come out for Rochester Fashion Week if you do it in the spring, summer, and I'll do that for you. Cool. Are you doing it? I think I might do the Canandaigua one. Is um, that the one I'm doing? I think it's this, you're doing the first one, okay. and then the Candaigua one's the second one. You could probably do both, too. They probably will ask you. Okay. You just show the same thing. It's cool. It's yeah, just different, different setup. It's cool, though. Like, one, you get the, <clears throat> the public market, and mm-hmm. then the second one's right on Candaigua Lake. Very it's like cool. really nice. Very cool. But this is not about Rochester Fashion Week. <laughs> this is about you. So before we get started and talk all about you, we're going to do some warm-up questions. Okay. So the first question I have for you is, take us back to kindergarten, little five-year-old Austin. What did you want to be when you grew up? Wow. Um, I honestly think I wanted to be a professional hockey player growing up. Yeah. I think it stayed that way all the way up until I got into fashion. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Do you still play hockey? No, I don't. Did you ever? When you were a kid? I played from four to 18. Wow. What position did you play? Defense. Okay. I used to know about hockey, but (laughs) other people will know more than me. (laughs) Love the sport. Very cool. Well, not to get totally into it, but your latest collection did take some hockey Mm -hmm. inspiration, which we will talk about. Cool. But anyways, my next question is, so you have grown to be within the fashion space, but if you were not, what do you think that you would be doing? with your life i'm honestly not sure but i think if i didn't get into fashion i think i would have kept on pursuing hockey um trying to play in college and i think whatever happened from there would happen um business i think i went to mcc for business originally took a couple classes and i think that's what i would probably go into I'm not, like, super smart when it comes to, like, science and all that. So um, I think that was, like, the safest route school-wise. I like it. There are other subjects besides science. Yeah, I know. But still, (laughs) not great at those either. (laughs) And that's okay. Because you've ended up where you should have been. Exactly. But So you've ended up in the fashion space, as Mm -hmm. I mentioned. And you are within the small business community here in Buffalo. And in your opinion, what is the best part of that? I think Buffalo as a whole, it's such a big community, but at the same time, it's really small. I think you find 
more people like as you get into it and do different shows compared to like your the Ava pop-ups and then I do like the sneaker swap ones where completely two different vibes but a lot of people are from Buffalo and you would go and walk around and introduce yourself and see others um that are from here too and you're like oh wow like this is like a lot of people Mm -hmm. depending on um what pop-up event you do yeah I saw you were at a sneaker swap in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about that because I'm not totally sure what that is. So sneaker swap is put on um, part by my cousin Vintage um, along with a couple other brands. I'm not sure off the top of my head. But they had one in venue, uh, at venue here in Buffalo. I think it was last August that I did. That was my first one. And I did really well at it. It was a good time, good vibe. And they did one in Pittsburgh this past weekend that I went to. It was, like, bigger, and I was, like, want to do something out of state. So Mm -hmm. um, it was a really good time. Uh, Huge setup, mainly a lot of sneakers. But I think with my clothing and it being streetwear, it kind of fits the same vibe. And um, I did really well, so. Good. I liked it. It It looked fun. Yeah, it was fun. Do people – this might be a dumb question, so tell me if it is. Mm -hmm. Are people swapping sneakers? Or are you purchasing sneakers? I think you could do you could do both. I think if you go up with, you know, I have this pair of shoes, I would like that pair. You know, would you you know would you, would swap? you like this? Pair? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I think it all I think it all depends on um, the type of shoe and the size and stuff. I I'm not really in that space like that. I do enjoy buying the shoes, but um, that's not something I would, I'd go down. It's not my thing. Fair, fair. So. I have my final question for warm-ups here, mm-hmm. which is the mystery random question that you do not know, mm-hmm. and it's usually pretty silly, okay. and yours is silly. So it's the classic. Mm-hmm. If you had a superpower, what would your superpower be? I think being able to, like, teleport <laughs> would be cool. That would be cool. I think, you know, just to get from place to place um whenever would be like would actually be really great Mm -hmm. uh just because flying like is a pit sometimes and you know those times where you're coming home you're just like i wish i was home and you can like snap your fingers and be home i think that off the top of my head i think that would be it even like as fashion people sourcing fabrics and notions and stuff in new york city if we could just like teleport there if you like forgot one thing that would be great it would be that's yeah that's the best way to answer it though (laughs) use it for that it'd be fun my answer used to be um to hear people's thoughts but i feel like that would be really toxic yeah it would be toxic. (laughs) i don't think i want to know like a lot of people's thoughts i don't think they want to know mine either (laughs) definitely not but teleport is a good one yeah for sure so now let's talk about you now that we are warmed up and my first question is let's talk more about your background and how you ended up in the world of fashion. So growing up, I always loved clothing, um, sneakers, hats. Always have to match head to toe or else it really bugs me. Um, jerseys, logos, all of that. And it never really like occurred to me that I could do something in fashion, like go to school for it until my dad brought it up, I think. When I was a senior in high, when I was a senior in high school, but um, that's how I really got into it, and then I kind of went like full, still like gradually getting into it, like huge. 
um, and that became my life. So, very here, cool. So I love it. Did when you so you went to Buffalo State College mm-hmm. for the people who don't know? Did you only apply there? Or did you apply to other schools? I applied to Buffalo State, Kent State, Columbus College of Art and Design, FIT. I th- I think that's it. So keeping it around here. Yeah, definitely. Was Buffalo your first choice? No, I think I I really wanted to go to FIT and um, for the program I wanted to go to, you had to have a portfolio for and did all that. And when looking back now, my portfolio is horrible. It was so bad. Yes. Like if I opened it up like now you and gasp. I saw that, I'd be like, wow, like this is really bad. Just like, deny just me, throw, please. Just throw it out, please. Um, and that didn't uh, work out. So I, you know, on my other visits, when I went to Columbus College of Art and Design, I really loved that school because mm-hmm. it was all just an art school where you could take like screen printing, glass blowing, um, other art stuff as like electives. Mm-hmm. Um, glass blowing? Yeah, it was crazy. They yeah. had like their, their setup was, was really cool, um, but it was super expensive. I got like a little scholarship there, but still, it was like right. super expensive. So then I went to took a visit at Kent State. Um, the fashion building was far from all the dorms, so the walk was like hilly. And it's far. No. And it was a really big school, and I didn't want to go to like I didn't want to go to a big school. I wanted something like smaller, um, where I could get to know professors and it being a little bit more intimate. And right. And uh, I just happened to choose Buff State. Happy Which is I perfect did. for yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So while you were at Buff State, you actually started your own line in 2016. So that was simultaneously, correct? Because you're was, younger than was, me. Yeah, it was just a little before um, I went to Buff State. Like oh. earlier earlier that year. I'd say like around February. February 2016 is when I have it like officially started. Mm-hmm. But maybe like end, like the, the idea like end of December of 2015 was a thing. And I had two other brands before that oh um i had one in high school that i wouldn't necessarily consider a brand but the thought was there like mm-hmm. i just did t-shirts for myself um what was on, it called i don't know that's the thing it, 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 there's an it's instagram the there's an instagram out there still that i made and it's super funny when i go back to i don't know the name of it i'd, I'd have to dig that up but um i found it like last summer like it came um, up on your like discover page. It came up on like uh, who you like might want to follow. Like, <laughs> like, you know, in, in suggestions, <laughs> I was like, wow, I can't believe like that's just still sitting there. <laughs> and it's super funny because I made all of like the designs on like custom ink, and okay. um, I'd get them ordered and I have them like like t-shirts I made for like my birthday presents or like Christmas presents. <laughs> Um, but I never like, I never sold any, like it was the idea to sell them, but like, that was something I never like got into like at the time. Right. Um, then once I found out I want to go into fashion, um, I had a sewing mentor and an art mentor. Um, how does that work? So we, my parents found, um, this woman, her name's Bonnie Ditch. Uh, she went cool to FIT a long time ago. She call, I call her Grandma Bonnie. Um, Shout was, out. Yeah, the sweetest. Um, she taught me how to sew. I'd go to her house uh, and help her in exchange for, like, 
uh, carrying heavy things and all that stuff. It was great. And she, she's the best. So she taught me how to sew. Um, and the whole idea was to learn how to sew before I went to school. So when I got there, I knew how to do. Which is know, very helpful. The, the basics. Yeah. Um, then I had an art mentor, Jake, and he was amazing. He was really cool. Um, helped me like out with like, taught me how to do Photoshop, Illustrator. Oh. Um, taught me how to draw. He's an amazing artist. And pretty much get me back into that. And mm-hmm. I created another brand before, which was before by a guy. Cause it was originally called sea bag clothing by a guy. And then I changed it. But the one before it, I created there with him. And I, I forget the name of that too, but I have all my friends have like the tank tops I cool. made for it. And then one of my friends who's a rapper, uh, shout out Cheo. I made sure that was my first shirt I ever made was for him for his concert in Rochester. I think this is way back, maybe like early 2015, mm-hmm. maybe end of t- summer 2014, maybe. <clears throat> but yeah, so I started Seabag right before I went to school, um, ultimately changed it to ba- just bag. I think now we're like over a year ago now, but I still like it's just still the same same concept, but just new, newer version. What made you take off the scene? Just because you wanted to expand? Yeah, exactly. Um, I did artwork for my friends that were DJs and for like album covers, and I didn't want to put like my tag on there that said "sea bag." It's mm-hmm. like clothing by a guy because like clothing by a guy, but it's on artwork. That's weird. Like it, to right. me, it, to me, that's weird. So I like chopped off the sea and it was just by a guy yeah. and I think that's when the idea a long time that was like 2017 like came about but never really fully came to like fruition until I think end of 2021 maybe something like that mm-hmm. um yeah and I was just going through a whole like uh like an artist slump I couldn't like design anything new like nothing was like clicking like I had a bunch of designs they're all archived but they just weren't hitting for me like do you think that's pandemic related no I wouldn't say so because I think for me personally I found my grind during the pandemic where there like Mm. wasn't anything to do so I was like all right like I'm just gonna buckle down and actually like focus on my brand focus on selling more more designs and getting stuff out so um for me personally, that's what like helped me during the pandemic to go through and just like work on my business yeah. more than anything. Um, but yeah, it just wasn't hitting. And then I think it was just before New Year's, I ended up changing it. And I was like, I want to go into the new year fresh, mm-hmm. something new. And then, yeah, it's been great ever since. Love it. So you kind of touched on this, but you really grew within like the festival and music scenes. Mm-hmm. So... Tell me more about that and how you broke into those worlds, so to speak. So as a bunch of friends from Rochester, we all started going to music festivals around the country, following a DJ. Um, and that's how I got into it. And that became a whole lifestyle for from 2016 up until the pandemic. And we'd go everywhere. It's like for the first couple of years, anything to eight mile, uh, eight hour radius. We'd eight go. mile radius. No, no, no. <laughs> eight hour radius. We'd go and just like hop in the car. We're going. Um, 
And I think when I would go, there's a lot of times, you know, we're spending like a lot of money. So I was like, all right, like if I'm going to go, I want to try and like push something like push clothing. That's very whatever. smart of you. Um, so I ended up making like a lot of like bootleg artist merch um, for the DJ. We go see like those festival like wristbands and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, make them like a certain design for like the certain event and like walk the parking lots <laughs> and uh, go sell them. And then or just, you know, put on in Facebook groups like, hey, meet me in the lobby or like, I'm in room, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh yeah. And it would and people would just come and knock on the door like, hey, like, you know, we're here to buy the wristbands and stuff. Wow. And like, I think the first time I did, it, I came home with a lot of money. And I was like, all right, wow, this is like this, this is just it. paid for my trip. Yeah. Doubled like what I paid for. So. I did that for a while and then um, ended up stopping it because I didn't want my brand to be like associated with like bootleg merch. Right. So like I just stopped all that and I was like, all right, I'm going to focus on my brand a little bit more. And I think that's when um, the pandemic hit and then, yeah, I just wow. stopped. So then I just started focusing on my own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. that's really funny yeah. like you put it on Facebook and you're like I'm in this room you want to come and yeah no like, literally okay. that, like that's how it would go because it would be like huge um in the community just like pins and prints and that's how it would, it would go like you'd have like you could have meetups and stuff I never did one but like there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who did pins and um posters and they would be like hey meet me here and they would just like go like crazy so that's awesome yeah it was nice I'm glad that you're not in that game anymore, but I'm glad it worked for you in that time. Yeah, it was great. It was great for the time being, but like, I'm glad I'm not in that either. Yeah. So fast forward to today, Mm -hmm. buy a guy is your main focus. Yeah. So talk to me more about that. Like how you find inspiration, what a typical day looks like. Um, Inspiration kind of comes from wherever. Uh, Also like the certain time period that I'm at in my life. So, you know, when I was in school, I was into, like, music festivals heavy. So that's what, like, my two collections I did for my junior and senior year were, like, big based off music and uh, music festivals and, like, that kind of style. Like, a lot of patterns, but matched with, like, streetwear. So um, I did a lot of that then. And then now it's, you know, the hockey stuff. It was something, like, from a pastime that was my life to what my life is now. Um, but I think it really, it really comes from anywhere. It comes at the weirdest times too. It just hits you Mm -hmm. you could be sleeping. And then next thing you know, it's just like, you're, you're up and you're like, Oh wow. Like that's like, this might be it. So I like try to get a lot of ideas down and designs. And if I don't use them, they go into archive. So, um, years down the road, it might work better then. Mm -hmm. I think that's what happened a lot with, uh, just like the the merch I've done and a lot of like the runway stuff, there were designs that were made like three years ago and just like go back to it on my computer. Like, Oh wow, this actually will fit way better now. Right. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting that you like have that awareness of like, if it doesn't work now, it's going to work later. Cause I feel like it's really easy to be like, I have this idea. I'm going to use it now and everyone's going to like it. Yeah. I think you got to be open and honest with yourself um some things like I've wanted to do like I've bought blanks and wanted to go through with this idea and I completely scrapped it last minute I mean it sets you back like money wise but um 
better than going through with it where your heart's not fully in it and if you don't fully love it so it's definitely it's definitely like tough to to tell yourself no but i think in the long run it, it helps because you never know you know what might happen you know right. maybe like your idea it might not be great and you do put it out and it could hit but it could also bomb and you know right. um you kind of don't you know want that it's like a little mental barrier but right. um I don't know. It's like it's it's cool though to be able to look back and be like, oh, I'm gonna use this again, or I'm gonna redo this because mm-hmm. this was, you know, this was great. But I, I think I could do it better. Right. Very cool. So I mentioned in your intro that you work a lot with machine embroidery and print design, and having the same college experience as you or education. I don't know how to do that, mm-hmm. so I'm curious how you got into that. Did you mostly teach yourself? Because you're very good at it. Thank you. Um, so when I when I started getting into fashion, I always wanted to do everything myself. Mm-hmm. Like wanted to learn because I was sick of paying um, screen printing places places like thirty three dollars, you know, here and there, just to like start up stuff. And then oh, it's a thirty five shirt minimum. Get random sizes, and then you know, large and medium sell out quick, then you're sitting on XLs and smalls. Um, so I ended up getting a job at Allison Athletic, I think my after my freshman year of college. Um, that was in Rochester. And it was a huge screen printing uh, company, embroidery, do a lot of team merch for anybody. Um, and I started off sewing there. And then I moved into embroidery when the sewing season kind of like there's not a ton of work there. So I moved mm-hmm. to embroidery and I think I stayed there for about like a year and I learned all that there. Um, then I got into the more cut and sew manufacturing at the factory Buffalo. I was their first intern. Were you? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it was cool. A really great place. Um, wanted to learn about like more of that there. Mm-hmm. So I did a little bit of that. Just, you know, resume builder more experience for, for myself too. Mm-hmm. Um, then I got a job in South Buffalo. I think this is, this is still during the pandemic when I moved back to Buffalo because I moved home for three months. And then I moved back here and it was a big manufacturing company um, and I was a supervisor there. So I got the experience of like running uh, a shift and managing 40 people and all of that. So just to see another area of manufacturing. So it's just everything was pretty calculated mm-hmm. just to learn all the different stuff that like I know I we wouldn't learn at school right and kind of build on it and like I said just to do everything myself is just way better than having a lot of other parties involved you know I agree. what was the um manufacturer that you worked for where in South Buffalo yeah it's called worldwide protective products okay it's like next to bounce magic yeah. Shout out, Bounce Me. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So today, what does, from start to finish, a typical bag day look like? On a day where I'm actually going into my studio and working, like, yes. heavy, like, full time. The dream days. <laughs> the dream days. Oh, those are so much fun. They are. Um, I think it, it depends on what, what I want to do that day. You know, if I'm doing, like, pattern drafting. Um, getting ideas of designs down, 
or I'm sewing. It all it really it really all depends on you know how I want to tackle it like that day, and you know those days are you could be in the studio from morning to night or just morning to morning. Yeah, that too. <laughs> it's always it's a lot of fun, just to do whatever you want, listen to your own music. Yeah. Um, take your own breaks, chill. But it's like having the space to do it is great. I know. Before we got here, I was telling you how I was jealous of your studio space. <laughs> You'll find one. There's ones out there. Hey, I'm going to put out a PSA. If anyone has a good studio space, let me know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Landon, friend of the fashion space, that he finds the best studio spaces. Oh, he does. He's the he's the best. Um, me and him used to share one. Um, shout out to him. That's my brother. <laughs> and he has his own now, and he's crushing it. Yeah, doing his him. own stuff. It's so cool. I can't wait for him to share it with everybody. He's going to be at the Ava, um, the Ava market. Yeah, he told me. That's yeah. going to be cool. He was like, I think I want to do like an installation. But I was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. It'll be it. cool. Yeah. Um, we've talked like ideas and stuff and I think he has what he wants to do, but it'll, be, cool. it'll be great to see. I asked him to come on the pod and he said yes. So let's mm-hmm. t- let him tell yeah, his no, story. He could do, We're talking about do, you. Yeah, he'll do that. <laughs> it'll be great. So with own, with, Having your own clothing line, there comes a whole business element mm-hmm. to it. Do you find like that that you hate that or like you accept it as a part of the like as a payoff for the craft that you do? I'm always curious like how creative people like deal with the business end. I think you have to. And I think that's <laughs> like where, that's like where I'm at right now is like I'm trying to do a little bit more of the business side. You know, I can I can design all day, but I need to, you know, you got to have your, you got to have the different faces where, you know, it's, I always say, you know, it's people like, oh, who runs your social media? You do a 360 and you're like, oh, I do. And like, oh, like who does like uh, the sewing for you to turn around again? Like, oh, it's me. Yeah, exactly. Like one, I'm a one man show. So it's, I would love to have a team, but it's also like super hard to let people into your, I totally agree. Like into your baby, into yeah. your creation. Yeah. And you know, like when, like I said, when you know how to do stuff yourself, you know, why have other people do it? Right. You know, just lose some sleep so you can do it yourself. That's exactly. what I'd be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, the business side is, I think it comes with it. You got to be prepared, even though I, I'm not. I always say, like, you know, throw me into the fire when I'm ready. And, like, you'll just, I'm just going to find a way. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. I think that's the best way to do it, also. But it's like, it, it's cool being able to do everything and learn the different parts of it. Um, but it's just like, it just comes with it. I think, you know, you got to be prepared. Yeah. It's, it's just going to grow. I always say, like, it's going to be, it's a work in progress forever. Yeah, definitely. Which is kind of fun, honestly. Mm-hmm. It is fun. Yeah. I don't have like a trajectory of where I want my line to go, but I like that. Yeah. Because it's ever evolving. Exactly. And I think when you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Like when a time comes to, you know, move on and an opportunity presents itself, you know, you'll you'll know exactly when to take it and when not. And it's okay to say no and not for something where you know it's not going to be your best work or it's not going to work out the way you want it to right is there a time that you can think of that you ultimately had to say no to something i know this question wasn't on your on your yeah i think 
even with, you know, the upcoming like Rochester Fashion Week, I, you know, have a great relationship with Megan and Mary who run it. And I just this this year, I didn't want to rush mm-hmm. a new collection because like the, the last two, um, that first one last spring I did, I think, in two months. Crazy. It's all like custom fabric, all pattern drafted, like everything. And I think that was like something I wanted to do just to get me back into it. And I was like, okay, wow, like I can really do whole 15 outfit collection right. in two months. Doesn't mean just because you can do it doesn't mean you always want to do no, it. No, <laughs> exactly. But um, getting back into it, it's like, okay, I can really do this now. I wonder like what can happen when I take my time. And doing that on yeah. top of like you know a full time job too, you're mm-hmm. you're grinding. But I wouldn't change that. Like it's fun, you know. No. Yeah. It's hard. It's stressful, but it's like it's a good stress. Yes, I agree. With all of that, what would you say that your favorite part of the business clothing line aspect is, and what is your least favorite part? I think the my favorite part is when you create a collection, um, say, Runway, for example. When I created both for Rochester Fashion Week last year, you know, I made it all. Um, and I, my dad called me, he's like, right before I did a photo shoot at Legacy House, uh, he was like, how does it look? I said, I have no idea. Like, they're like, are you happy with it? He's like, I, was like, I have no idea. Like, yeah. we'll see. Like, I'll, I'll call you after and, and we'll talk. And then once you, like, see all the models put the stuff on, you can step back and, like, look at your work. You're like, oh, wow, I can't believe, like, I, mm-hmm. like, I really did that, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you, like, surprise yourself. And I think it's super rewarding to watch something that came from your mind to paper to illustrator, like, the whole the whole thing, like, just yeah. come to life. And it's... I don't know. It's just like a breath of fresh air once it's like done, and mm-hmm. you can really like look at look at it and be like, "This is awesome," right? And enjoy it for yourself. Um, I think the the worst part. One is I think the business side is pretty pretty hard. It's not <laughs> my favorite thing to do. Um, social media, I'm really not a fan of doing either because like I I can't hype myself up. Like, I'm not that type of person to, like... Well, I told you, you're one of the most like, humbly talented people. <laughs> I, I, like, don't like, you know, gloating about myself or the stuff I do. So, more times than not, like, you know, I can't write those little corny captions mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, it'll make myself cringe, and it probably will make other people cringe, too. And I was like, I, I just don't want that. Yeah. But I think that's, like, the social media part is super hard, and... I love sharing the sharing the work, but like you know, writing the captions to like get people intrigued. It's just not not my thing. Like I could do it with someone else's brand, yeah, but I can't do it with my own. That's just Fair. it's hard. But I think that you found on socials. I think that you've done a really good job of connecting with your customer and finding your customer that they know you enough and your brand that I don't think you have to give them a whole synopsis every caption. No, I think a lot of people like know who I am and. You know, you're not going to get like a whole caption of me. And if you see it, it's like someone I, I sent it to somebody else. Like, hey, can you write this? For me? Like, can you give me a good one here, please? You know, yeah, my grammar's not great. <laughs> super choppy. Like, not, that's me. But if it's like super thought out, that's yeah, that's not me. Right. You're like, please just look at the clothes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
Something else I wanted to point out is you have the most supportive parents. Oh, they're the best. <laughs> like, they, I, I can't even, like, put into words, like, how much they mean to me and how much their support means to me. Um, just throughout my whole entire life from, like, hockey to this super crazy transition where hockey was my life. I thought that was, I was going to do that forever. Uh-huh. Um, and then I just like one day it was just like, you know, school, move out of state to play hockey. And I think it's like, I think it's time to go right. to school. It's still hard to like, I miss it. My parents miss it. Grandparents, aunts, uncles. Um, but you know, they're so supportive of what I do now. And, you know, it's and from two different areas, too. Like, you know, you see my mom come mm-hmm. to the, the Ava, do the Ava pop-ups with me. <laughs> yeah. It's great. And then with, then coming to my studio, like, she'll love that if I call her and we'll be like, hey, like, I need some help sewing today. Like, can you help, <gasps> can you help, like, cut these pat- patterns? And she will love that. Wow. So we get, so, and, like, we get to spend time together. Yeah. And, um. She gets to help me out, and I appreciate that so much. Um, and then my dad's always on the lookout for, like, new machines. Wow, and cool. Like, hey, like, I found this. Like, maybe this will work. Um, but still, like, both of them so supportive. Everything, it's great. Love it. Did he find your embroidery machine? So, no, I actually found that from a family friend um, who used to do all my, like, screen printing and embroidery. I just happened to ask him one day, I was like, hey, do you have like an embroidery machine you're willing to part ways with? And he was like, oh, yeah, I have this one. So Perfect. we got that. But um, he's found, you know, good deals on like the Juki, my Jukis I have and um, just other stuff, too. Just always like, you know, helping me out, sending me links and all that. Love you know, that. It's great. How many machines do you have in your studio? Um, I have the regular Juki sewing machine the serger uh and one embroidery machine six needle we ended up me and landon sold the 12 needle um i have uh just a desktop sewing machine um i think that's it nice yeah i mean i always want more but no (laughs) i'd love to have like the full the full juki setup setup. but that'd be great but one day one day something to look forward to always and with that what does the future of bag look like? Um, I honestly don't know like the long term, the long term plan for it. But right now, I really want to get into more selling cut and sew stuff. I think that's where my creativity and uh, passion can be like shown in more mm-hmm. than like I do love the embroidered garments and stuff. But you're super limited and like the time consuming and all of that and it's just you know something everybody can do but not everybody knows how to do like the cut and sew like we do like the super technical stuff you learn in school right um and i think that's what we have versus like you know other people and it's great to see other people doing their own thing and teaching themselves um but what we do is like is different and it's more, I think it's fun for us to do more control over everything than, you know, buying a blank and could only, you know, put a logo here and there. And this one, like I, you know, I love working with my custom fabric, like every single collection I think I had was custom fabric. Um, cool. 
super picky with colors and all that too. So I really want to get into that more and, uh, and sell it. I'll still do merch here and there, but I think, you know, I, that's where I, that's where I want to go right now is more cut and sew stuff for the rest Thank of this year. And, um, from now on, but like long-term, I think I always said, it's going to be a work in progress, you know, as I go out, uh, go through my life, depending on where I'm at and the situation I'm in, I think my designs will like reflect that and whatever time period I could be, you know, doing streetwear one day and then I could do menswear the next. I think it all, it all really depends on like what I want to do. I think that's one of the best things about having a business as well. You can do like whatever you want and be able to like design it from start to finish. For real. And there's no wrong answers. No, exactly. You make the answers. Exactly. What, um, do you have any events coming up this year that you got in the books? Um, as of right now, no, I think I'm working on some, but I'm definitely, I definitely want to say, like I said, get on a schedule of two big collections a year, you know, spring, summer, fall, winter, Mm -hmm. and just stay on that and then have something like in between. Um, I definitely want to do more runway shows because those are just so they're so much fun. Yeah. And you know, being behind the scenes and doing all of that. And it's, and it's crazy to think you don't get to see your stuff, like walk, you just see videos or like what people right. post yeah. and, you know, people come up to you and be like, Oh, that was awesome. I loved like this part or that. And I was like, I have no idea. Like I, I'm in the, I'm in the back, <laughs> Tell like, me about in the it. back you know? So right. it's, it's great. I really like love it. You know, being able to choose your music and models and, see it like walk in front of like all people and you walking out the end to like see everybody like you know cheering and stuff like that it's like it's a cool experience and i think more of those are just so much fun to do so that's why i want to i want to try and do more at least like you know two a year but we'll see very cool i like for fashion shows specifically too it takes like the commercial ability out of it and Mm -hmm. it's not like what do I think my customer wants or what could sell? It's what do I want to show? It's more of like the art of it. Yeah. And that's why I love a good runway show. Yeah, exactly. And when you could put out what you want and there's really no nothing wrong, like mm-hmm. you could do whatever. Everybody's going to have something different, bring something different to the table. Um, you know, just even between like all of us who graduated from Buff State, like everybody has their own like aesthetic and stuff even if you do like similar stuff it's still different you know varies between person to person i think when when you bring it to like a runway aspect it's you know you get everything yeah from from different people um different designs some crazy some simple but it's it's all great it is and on that note we're gonna end it so my final (laughs) question for you austin is where can people find you? Give us the plugins. Do it all. So you can mainly find me on Instagram. It's buyaguy underscore or www.buyaguy.com are my two main ones. Um, Facebook is the same. Twitter is the same, but more so uh, on Instagram. So you can find me there. DM me. Hit me up. If you want to come through my studio, hit me up too. Always welcome. Perfect. So, yeah, yeah, I got to come to your studio. Yeah, you have to. It's I cool. love studios. I'm it's obsessed fun. with them. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's great to have like a space. I just, 
my parents and I painted the floor and what it's color? just like it's just gray matches mm. the wall nice. it's like so nice it's like breath of fresh air because I would come in there and it'd be you know the floor is dirty and it's hard because it's like a, like a warehouse yeah the floor is dirty. You drop something on the floor. You're like, all right, I gotta go home and wash this. Like it's, it's like oh. it's, yeah. It was like it's just like dusty and stuff. Like, just from like the ceiling and that. But now that it's like painted, like when I like come in there now, it's like, oh, this is so nice to look at. Yeah, for real. Really pleasing. Racks You're paying for the space, so exactly. You want to be nice. happy with it for sure. Very cool. Well, I'm very excited for you. Me too. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Of course. Cool. Thank you for being here. Yeah. And thank you for listening to another episode of Long Story Long. You can find us on Instagram at Long Story Long Pod. And that's that. Goodbye. <laughs>